We're back, episode two of the Oasis podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're so glad to be back in the studio. My name's Brennan, and I'm here with Ben. What up? And Jaina. Hi, guys. So week one was influenced last week. If you missed it, go ahead and check back. You can go listen to that. But also, the benefit of a podcast like this is you don't have to listen in order. If there's a if there's one that you want to listen to and one you don't, we're not going to be able feel hurt, but uh, you guys can always go check those out. So this is week two. We're talking about social media. So we are in the studio. We've all got six tablets and phones open, every social media page. You know, I, I called Instagram and TikTok. Ben, of course, Facebook. How dare you? I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm 800 years old, and I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be super negative. But before we dive in, I just, I need to know, how are you guys handling the fame after episode one released last week, I I knew it was going to be a hit, but could we even have imagined the the level of success? I mean, has the money already gone to your head after week one? Yeah, for sure. I've already been contacted by over a dozen different people wanting to sponsor. Uh, the problem is my wife hasn't listened to it yet, and I'm I'm sad about it. I don't know. I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> called her out, Abby. This is week two. No, we, she hope you're on, we hope you're on board by no. now. She doesn't care about frivolous worldly things. She's just trying to live life, love Jesus, and love people. I think the podcast can help everybody love Jesus better. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. Otherwise, beautiful weather. We're inside, but I'm sure it's nice outside. And we're ready to... That's the classic transition to go to when, like, oh, how do we actually move forward? Like, Let's just talk about the weather. It's like, oh, um, we're from the Midwest. We'll talk about... Oh, the weather sounds good. You know? good. Wow. Good day outside. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Week two, social media. We're going to talk about it, talk about all the things related to young adults and Jesus. And weirdly enough, both of those tie into social media nowadays. Like, I don't think Jesus 2,000 years ago would have been like, double tap the InstaGs and make sure that you're cultivating an image. But somehow we've gotten there, and this is something we need to talk about. So before we, we get into questions, before we do any of that, I thought it would be kind of fun. We talked about it. Doing a couple stats, just things that we found interesting on social media uh, when you just Googled different statistics. So I'm going to let Ben go first. He's got a couple, and then we'll rattle off a couple more. All right, I'm going to ask a question according to one of my sets, and then I'll say the other set. <clears throat> How much time do you think on average people spend in their lifetime on social media? Ooh. Across all in social media. In their lifetime. It's probably, like, surprisingly high. Yeah. You know... You'd say probably like what? I'm trying to do some math. I don't know, like five years, five years of your life across like 80 years. Yeah. Which is sad. I think logically that makes sense. It is very sad. Five years, three months. Oh, Brennan. <laughs> well, 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 I got it. This guy. That's good. That's good. Yeah, which is an insane amount. That's too much. Yeah. yeah five much. years? Mm -hmm. That makes me. And that's average. Sick, average. You know, that's an average. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, and then my other stat is the bird. And I, because so, I'm, I'm a Twitter person. I'm, I I have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think I also read that like most people have on average 7.6 accounts wow. all across the board, which is, I didn't know there were seven, over seven different. Well, they could have more platforms. than one account. On okay, that's yeah, one. Again, not smart. <laughs> um, so Twitter, the bird featured in Twitter's iconic logo and branding is called Larry. And Larry was named after the NBA legend, Larry Bird. Oh, wow. Yeah, look it up. Mm. There you go. Interesting. Go Celtics. Go Boston. Yeah. yeah. Boston yeah, State. Style. Yeah. 
All right, all right, Jaina, hit us okay. with your, in, uh, your facts right. about social media. Um, ben talked about the average time you spend in your lifetime, um, but the average amount of time that you'll spend, that people will spend in a day on social media is about 53 minutes. Yeah, and isn't that just for Instagram? I think it's just Instagram. Was oh, that just Instagram? Oh, I think yeah. it's just Instagram. Yeah, that's crazy. I think across right, board, it's, it's like over two hours. That makes me you know, up again. Yeah, I know. I got the time limits, and I'm probably closer to that than yeah. I'd like to be in a day. It's easy to lose the time. Oh, yeah. All right, what do you guys think is the most posted food? You know, being from Sioux Falls growing up, the Pancake House is <laughs> my my heart. It's got it. I've worked there. Is that the original it. Pancake House? The original Pancake House. <laughs> not not the second Pancake House. Not the second not edition IHOP? Pancake House. Oh. Ben, don't even come at me. I'm trying to get Brennan going. Perkins, the original Pancake House. People love to post pictures of the pancakes. Just chocolate chips and like all the delicious stuff. So I got to say pancakes. It's not pancakes. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm hurt, to be honest. I, I legitimately would say like burgers. Hmm. I like burgers. I made burgers last night for my family. Shout out Wesley and Alice and Abby. <laughs> Abby, if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> I would have thought that it would have been um, like ramen or noodles because uh, yeah. the mukbang right. thing is really big, but it's actually pizza. Which isn't like... Makes a lot of different pizza. Yeah. Oh, right. Everyone it's likes hard to pizza. Hate pizza. Yeah, if you hate pizza, I don't know if we can be friends. Yeah. All right, I got two two more stats for you, and then we'll get to the questions and the, the other good stuff. So the, the, the highest demographic of people who use Instagram is you guys. You people listening right now, 18 to 24-year-olds are the people who use Instagram the most. And then out of that, 71% of Instagram users are under the age of 35. So there's over a billion people who use Instagram, and 71% of them are under the age of 35, which I just find fascinating. And then the last one I've got for you is that between, or when you break it down, male and female, it's only 51% of Instagram users are female. I did all my stats on Instagram because young adult, I'm in the demographic. That's what I use. But I just found that fascinating. You know, I scroll through Instagram and I hardly ever see any males posting anything. Like I hardly post anything. But then you see a ton of females, so you just kind of get skewed. But really, it's only 51% and 49%. We're going to go there. Why is that, Janet? Why do you think that is? Because I I agree. I think I see more. And even in my friend group, it's like classic young family mom pics. Yeah. I mean, is is the thing I'm usually seeing as I'm scrolling. Why why do you think females are posting more than males? I think I'd hate to overgeneralize and stereotype, but I think women are more image conscious and they're more concerned with what others think of them. Again, that's a super overgeneralized observation. Um, I think also too, it's kind of like a a social, not a stigma that that guys don't really post. Like, or if they do, there's like a certain type of thing that they post that's like that's acceptable. You know, like it's weird when guys post a selfie for some reason. Yeah, that it's is like oh, th- that guy posts too much selfies, but a girl posts twice as much. It's like okay, yeah. Because our fine. patriarchal society has allowed us to define masculinity in a way that I think is negative. Oh man, right. Ben's taking it I'm, there. I'm, 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 I'm here. That's today. a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get any deeper, we got to start. We got to start with the general. What is the purpose of social media? I mean, when it was created, when it was. This thing that's blown up in our in our time. Yeah, man, huge. I mean, it didn't exist before us. So, like, what's the purpose of it? When we when we dial it down, when we break it down, what do we think? What was it? What is it now? Maybe those two. That's even two different questions. That's that's really yeah. good. 
right? I think the assumption is always going to be social media being a connection point for people, right? Like get out to the world. Yeah, what is what is going on in my life? Here it is. I don't think the makers desired for it to be anything a lot more than that other side other than for them to make money. <clears throat> but I don't know. That's what comes to mind for the original cause. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And then today, has it changed? Has it shifted? Is it no longer just about connection and seeing what people are up to? I think a little bit, yeah. I see a lot of, and maybe this is just the niche that I'm in, but I see a lot of people using it as a creative platform, um, either to get out um, their photography, if they're into graphic design, or even the rise of like TikTok of just creating videos and even Vine was in that too. I think that that's a, a new trend. That's like, we're not really connecting when we're sharing those things, but like people like to see that. And so. I think that's super good. Definitely not one, not as a creative person, you know, I wouldn't stereotype, put myself in that box, but I think that's an awesome way to think about it is so, social media can be an, a platform for you to be creative and express mm -hmm. yourself in that way. And definitely not how I'm doing it. You know, I can't even pick a filter to put on a picture. <laughs> nevertheless, make anything creative for me. I get Instagram. too overwhelmed when I scroll through the filters. Yeah. I can't do it. Oh my goodness. Brightness and contrast. Oh, you're and like, killing. There's like shapes and yeah. I don't even, they just like put shapes on yeah. and there's not Every even Every photographer words. is dying right now. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. You can come, <laughs> you can come, come teach help me. us. Yeah, yeah, we need training. Yeah, my email, bschmidt at Grace Point. <laughs> Send me a link to something where I can, man, I got to figure it out. I think even with that, like, so the idea of being creative, self-expression, mm -hmm. like I think it's amazing that everyone has a voice, and we will get to obviously the negative, the negative side of what that means. But I think even now, I think I, and I don't know who I heard it from. It's probably JP, Jonathan Bukuda from their podcast. But right now, if you poll middle schoolers or even elementary schoolers, number one job is not policeman, it's not astronaut, it's not athlete, it's, not, it's YouTuber, it's influencer, mm -hmm. like which is insane. Mm -hmm. That so it's like now all of a sudden, it's social media has become how can I actually have a job? Yeah, get money, mm -hmm. brand myself, mm -hmm. not just to express, but to gain. Yeah, yeah. I, I found another stat, and I know I promised I'd only do two, but I this like, one come like it sense. came up. Ben brought it up. So micro influencers, it's people who own, have between mm -hmm. five hundred and. 5,000 followers on Instagram. That's it. 500 to 5,000. A lot of people fall in that category. But if you can become a micro-influencer, each post averages $117 a post. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. So you can make real money doing this yeah. stuff. And we talked about last week influence and what it looks like to do all that stuff. But yeah. Coming, coming back to uh, one of the original questions we have, we've talked about this purpose a little bit. But as Christians, as people listening to this podcast and young adults, should we have social media? Is it is it something Jesus is okay with us spending our time on? Is it something that as followers of him that we should be doing and posting and liking and doing all the, the stuff on our phones and computers or whatever? No, everyone's got to delete it immediately. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I think... You, you can't make a rule where there's not a rule. You can't, like, if we write laws where there's not laws, especially scripturally based, as legalism. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of things in this world, there are a lot of created things that are morally neutral. Social media is that. So it can be used for incredible good, and it can be used for incredible bad negativity yes. and, and, and evil mm -hmm. and wickedness. <laughs> and so I don't think we can just straight out put a, put a saying like, but... You shouldn't have it. But I think there's people listening that probably shouldn't have it. Mm. 
Yeah. Or at least you take a break. Yeah, call him out. Let's go. <laughs> ben Geetson. You need to take a break. Right. I mean, there's no, I'm like, there are moments where I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell a story right now. All right, tell my, wife, my wife just changed her profile pic on Facebook. Yes, we're old. We got Facebook. And I love it. And it's a picture of us from two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, when she first was like, oh, I love that. Oh, we look so good. It's so great. And then I keep going back and looking at it. And what's happening in my head is like I get am getting upset and bitter and envious of myself from two years ago because it's the best I've felt or looked. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. for sure since we've been married. Mm-hmm. And it's like that she didn't intend for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But that's what's happening in my soul. It's like that's a negative aspect. So even mm-hmm. with that, like what are other negative aspects that you've seen be used for social media? Like how have you seen negativity, whether it's yeah, personally or even that you've seen? Yeah. For sure. I think you hit on a big <clears throat> one right there. And I probably never would have even said it like that. But comparison, comparison is the thief of joy. It's stealing our joy, people. As we we get on social media, as we walk around life, as you sit in classrooms and work and you look at other people and you compare their situation and what you perceive that to be to your own, it is killing your own joy. And and Ben just said he's comparing his old self to his his current self. Mm-hmm. Like we can do that too. We can compare past versions of ourselves or what we, we want to be future versions of ourselves to where we're at today. And we, we don't stack up. We've done these things in our minds and we rob ourselves of the joy we ought to be experiencing. And I think that goes huge in comparison on all platforms of social media. Yeah. I mean, when you're on Instagram and you see, like I went to, I went on a trip to Europe a couple weeks ago in February, right before coronavirus. So we got so lucky the Louvre closed, which is the museum in France or in Paris. The Louvre closed the week after we were there. It was absolutely bonkers. I, I blame Brennan for all the COVID-19 in America. <laughs> he he brought probably it brought it back. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I was kind of nervous to post pictures about that were really serious and like looks cool because I knew people might see those pictures and feel jealous of a trip we took to Europe. But we're no special, more, no more special than you. Like we didn't, we just saved up the money to take this trip because it's something we'd always desired. But I think I've done that myself where I see picture, people post pictures of like a sweet picture at a national park or them just get this award or something. And I start to compare that I didn't get that award. I didn't mm-hmm. take that trip. So now am I less valuable? Is my life as good as theirs? And, you know, it's just it's so tough to get down that rabbit hole of comparison. Mm-hmm. And not even not even in the self-worth and identity of, of you, but even like all of a sudden your mind goes into, I, I hate that person because they were able to experience mm-hmm. that. Ooh, that's deep-rooted <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. That is. Other, other reasons. Other reasons you think. The negative sides of social media, what we've seen, what you've experienced. I've seen where, um, I mean, obviously – Identity and worth is really big, even people getting into how many followers do they have, how many likes, whatever. Um, but another thing I see is a, a sense of false community. Um, That's good. That, I don't know, has always just rubbed me the wrong way and concerned me, whether that's someone getting on a, a live story and doing absolutely nothing, but everyone's talking to them in the, the, the chat, or... Um, equating how many people they have like a picture or follow them with I have this surrounding or this influence or this community that I get to you know and not that that's bad but these are people that you don't actually know who are already probably presenting a false identity on social media because I think we all do to some extent that that then you feel a connectedness with someone that you're not connected with and I think it's caused us to lose a little bit of what does community actually look like? I love that so much. And I, I, I fear even with like, we've technically never been in quarantine in South Dakota, but we've been in quarantine because yeah. everyone has, 
I fear that we have even elevated more yeah. the f- sense of false community through tech and through social media mm-hmm. during this season. And as much as I want to believe that when we get back to, and I'm not even a normal, just being able back to gather and be to get like, what's today's date? The 4th. June 4th. We're having Grace Point Westland Church is having their first service gathering back together since closing down this Sunday. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of people who want to gather again, but we're going to go back to... I think the reality of wanting to delve into and be a part of the false community, mm-hmm. because in this time of quarantine, even though we've missed the proximity of being close and physical with people, we, we haven't developed our skills to actually build a relationship because mm-hmm. we didn't have them previously. So we're going to go back to old habits of yeah. wanting the false community that social media brings and presents mm-hmm. and not actually get into how to actually create a healthy relational community around me now. Yeah. Like I fear, I, I think we're just going to like, we're going to want to be with people and then we're just going to go back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, just to clean up some more of those, those things that if you're listening, you're hearing, okay, maybe I do struggle with that. Uh, a couple more of those are what Jana said, identity. Huge. Are you getting mm-hmm. your identity from the pictures you post and the people who like them? No. Like if you get a certain amount of likes, do you take value from that? The dopamine factor. Yeah. Do you take worth from the amount of people who click a red heart on your picture? Because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Which it does. It's actually mm-hmm. scientific, right? And then we've touched on it a bunch it. already, but stewardship. How are you using your time? Is it okay that in a day we spend an hour, two hours, three hours on social media? Is that okay? Is that is that stewarding using the gift of time that God has given us correctly? I would say no. Yeah, and I yeah. think we've touched on that with some of the statistics and different things. Right. So we're going to kind of keep moving, breezing on. But where we want to end this little question right here is if you're sitting listening to this podcast and some of these things are relevant to you. I mean, you've struggled with false community. You've struggled with the uh, the comparison game, with identity, with value, with stewarding and using time correctly. There is hope. There is there is redemption. There is healing on this. And we want to turn that conversation there. So I'm going to ask you guys, what do you say to someone listening that they can do to help change some of these things they don't like that's happening in their own lives? Yeah, I think I think it takes self-reflection. I think if if... You are addicted to social media, which I think there's people, I, I probably fall in that camp to some extent and form it's, and you're addicted to something if it matches you and you can't give it up. And so it's self-reflections like, okay, can I give this up or can I like what I struggled deleting this from my phone? I think that's a question you ask yourself and then inviting community and people into that conversation with you and to help actually keep you accountable in the midst of that. Um, so some of us need to fast or need to just delete and get rid of all together. And there's not a like blanket. Everyone has to do this mm-hmm. thing. Um, but that's something for sure. Yeah, I think fast can be this Christianese word that we use to kind of throw around to talk about these things. So if you just want to explain that idea a little bit more, Ben, what does it mean to fast social media? Yeah, I think from a Christian perspective, uh, everything we want to do is to be able to grow in relationship with the Father. Uh, we grow in relationship with the Father as we compare ourselves not to other people, but compare ourselves to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the comparison to Jesus is the command of be holy like I am holy. And so when there's something in my life that is keeping me from being holy like Jesus is holy, to fast is say, I'm going to get rid of this, not to just get rid of it so I'm not spending time there. It's getting rid of it, but then also using that time to pursue intentional and purposeful relationship with Jesus, to pursue intentional and purposeful intimacy with Jesus, with the Father. So it's, yeah, I mean, the classic one's food. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's not just, I didn't eat today. It's in the hour or 
during lunch when I was supposed to eat, I went and prayed mm-hmm. and I read my Bible or I just went and pursued just incredible intimate just time with the Father. Mm-hmm. So same thing, social media. So instead of that time, even as I'm sitting in my car at a stoplight, instead of wanting to go to Twitter to see what because we do that, mm-hmm. which I think is illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if it's not, it should be. Uh, so those instead of at night when I want to just scroll Instagram or Facebook, okay, oh, man, I think, and I heard this again from a different podcast, John Piper had a quote and he said, prayerless, like the social media age at, at the end of the day for sure is going to tell us that prayerlessness in our lifetime was not because of a lack of time. Mm-hmm. It Oof. was because we have it. <laughs> yeah. And All so right. it's, so it's in those moments instead of scrolling, man, I can be praying. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like all the time I got to get rid of all these things like scripture. First uh, Corinthians, I use this for a lot of different stuff, especially when it comes to even gray areas of the Christian walk, which we're going to do a podcast about gray areas and black and white. And okay, how do you follow Jesus? It's uh, First Corinthians 10, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial, Paul says. Mm-hmm. And then we say, but I have the right to do anything, Paul says, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think even in the midst of social media and wanting to fast and be intentional about, no, I want to pursue a relationship with Jesus. Like, how are we using it actually constructively? Mm-hmm. Is is everything I'm posting beneficial? And I think that just gets to, if you're okay, I'm just going to go right into the next question yeah, of the reality. Really. So how should I use it? Yeah. So how then what should we use it? And for me, it's, what does it look like to post in a encouraging, equipping, empowering way to the people that aren't following me? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? How, how should we use this? To be, just because I can, should I? Yeah, I think... Slow down, break down those three E's. He said, encourage, equip, and empower. So how do we encourage the people around us? I think there's two ways you can do that. Simply showing in your life a reality, which we can swing that pendulum too far. So we got to be careful because not everybody on your Instagram account has your best interest in mind. So they don't get to know the depths of your soul. That's good. But there is a reality that you're not always on a trip. You're not always doing these crazy things. So just be real with the people who follow you and, uh, you can create encouragement through that way. And then equipping and empowering, I mean, what what influence, what gifts, what knowledge do you have and insight that you can present to people? What do you know about Jesus and how Jesus Good. has impacted you that you can share with someone else yes. that might radically change their life yep. through scrolling on social media? I mean, not every post I post, not every post you have to post has to have Jesus in it. Yeah. But there is an aspect of Jesus has, has an important, the most important part of our lives and that should also show up on our social media presence in the image mm-hmm. that we're creating. So I think those that's probably how I'd answer it. I don't know if Jaina has yeah. something to throw in on that. No, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And I think I, I, I really do wrestle with people I love and, and people I know that follow me and, and are part of my whatever social media network that I, I struggle posting pictures of my family because mm-hmm. I have people who follow me who I love who can't have kids who desire to have kids, who aren't married, that want to be married. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, am I, as much as I just want to post and talk about my family, and I think putting out an, like, I love that I'm a dad and a husband, even for young adults and college students who we who we know and love who come to Oasis. Like, I want them to see me as a, I want to see, I want them to see me where I fail as a parent or a husband, but also where I'm succeeding in following Jesus and helping my, my family know Jesus. Mm-hmm. At the same point, it's like, is there t- moments and times where I think I'm posting things that are causing my, friends to stumble my brothers and sisters in christ stumble. so like i just i want to be aware and i don't think i've done that well yeah i think that's super good there was something back in in my notes that i think we missed a little bit and i'll just touch on it real quick 
It's just asking the simple question, why? When you're posting, when you're liking, when you're commenting, just take a second, ask why. What, yeah. What's your heart? What's yeah. your motives? What do you want as a result of the action you're about to take? Yeah. And you can take that and put that on all of life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every action, every yep. conversation, every thought you have, you can ask the question why. But it applies super directly here to social media. And I think Ben's talking about it right there is if he's trying to sh- share this picture with his family, ask why. You know, and a lot of times that's going to be a good heart and a good motive, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. And to check that, it's it's hard. I mean, trust me, we all know this as we sit in this room. Yeah. The and question I, why is not always easy. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. good. And and the way you know you can answer that question and fair and answer to that is going back to what Paul said. Excuse <clears throat> me. Is it seeking your own good or is it seeking and putting out the good of others? Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's, it. that's <laughs> yeah. it right there. I think there's there's one thing we're gonna add here at the end is Ben was talking about Twitter. And I, oh, I don't we have got, Twitter. We gotta anymore. go into it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but a lot of times when we're using social media. Uh, these are our news outlets. These are our inputs. Yes. The people we're following, the <clears throat> people who, who speak into our life, yep. they're the people who have influence over us. I get yeah. my most of my news from Twitter, exactly. articles I read. Yep. Yeah, and like I, I deleted social media for a while my sophomore year of college. And one of the main reasons I got it back is because I felt disconnected with like Music World. I didn't know when any music was releasing. I didn't know <laughs> anything like about my friends that didn't leave, live in Sioux Falls that I don't get to talk to all the time. So it's this connection and they're my inputs. So how do we go about fact-checking Sharing and sharing opinions in this, knowing that we are also influencing other people. How do you how do you navigate those two things at the the end of the day? I I still think it goes back to, are, is this just because I can do? Just because I can say and reply to this comment, should I? Is it beneficial? Is it constructive? Is it for the good of others? Mm-hmm. Um, in the even even when I'm when I'm clicking an article, I do look at the website that I'm looking at. Okay, do I know this website or do I not? If I don't, I'll go back. What are other articles that they have put out? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a, cause there's articles that I put and, and sites that I've gone to and blogs I've gone to is like, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. Like no one's following this. This is no weight whatsoever. And those are all the ones that are like, okay, like, and then I try to be really intentional with making sure that I'm on the full spectrum of even news and stuff like that that's okay. getting out. So I follow a full spectrum of people that I don't, I don't even agree with. Mm. Just so I want, I want to get both sides. Yeah, that's because and that allows me to, I think, have an educated opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, from a, just because I can reply or say whatever I mm-hmm. want or post whatever I want doesn't mean I should. Uh, and then fact checking, going to multiple sources, and again, inviting community, having conversation with people around you that you know, love and trust, that love Jesus. Yeah, so good. The community yeah, aspect, that's even in social media, something we do by ourselves on our phones, we still need community to navigate it the best way possible. So mm-hmm. that's it. That is weak. Two week two, yeah. But we got to have a one sentence wrap up. So I don't know if one of you two wants to jump on it. Ben has given me the (laughs) finger guns because he wants me to do the one sentence wrap up. Yeah. When it comes to social media, my one sentence wrap up is why. That's it. Why are you asking? Why are you posting? Why are you doing? One sentence wrap up. Ask the question why, because social media can be good and bad. That was like five sentences. So I'm going <laughs> to work on my one sentence wrap up. But we're signing off here from the podcast studio at Grace Point Wesleyan Church, Brookings, South Dakota. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Ba-boom. We love you. We're praying for you. We care for you. Hit us up, Instagram, Facebook, if you guys ever need anything. We're serious about that. We, we love connecting with people, uh, and we miss you guys so much. So yep. Peace out. Love you guys. Peace. Bye.